Welcome to the Center for Christian Leadership broadcast. Together we'll explore the crossroads of leadership and Christian living. I'm Dr. Stephen Smith, your host and fellow journeyer on this path we're on to pursue a purposeful life. In each episode, we'll embark on a transformational journey that discusses the timeless principles of leadership that are grounded and firmly established in the wisdom of God's Word. So whether you're a seasoned leader seeking inspiration or someone navigating the challenges of everyday life, this broadcast will act as a compass for navigating the intricate dance between leadership excellence and a life that models our greatest leader, Jesus Christ. So join me and our guests as we unpack profound insights, share inspiring stories, and embark on a quest to lead with purpose in every aspect of our lives. This is more than a broadcast, it's a community committed to elevating Christian leadership while embracing the transformational power of the principles God has established. So let's dive in together and discover the extraordinary potential that emerges when leadership and Christian living converge. So I'm Stephen Smith, and I believe that I have a word from God for you today, and that word is anointing. That's right. A lot of us will say, you know what, I need a little bit of anointing here. Hey, can you lay your hands on me? Hey, I'm going to go down and I'm going to get a part of that anointing. I'm going to touch this person. I'm going to get that mantle. I'm going to do all these things. That is Old Old Testament. Let's take a look and see what the Bible says about this and how important it is that you live in the anointing that God himself has given to you. Yes, God is the one who anointed you and God is the one who gave you with the gifts and the talents. God is the one who created you to be you. Let's look at it that way. You are designed to be you. You're not designed to be, let's see, Joyce Meyer. You're not designed to be Stephen Smith. You're not designed to be Joel Osteen. You're not designed to be Stephen Furtick. You're not designed to be... Uh, T.D. Jakes, you are designed to be you. And God has done all these things in your life up to the point of where you're at right now so that you can live that life and you can go out and accomplish what it is that he created you for. But you may say, but I'm not as talented as those guys. You know what? They've gone through a lot of things. Some of them are old enough to the point now where they have gone through so many difficulties and so many trials in their lives. They're exactly who they are right now at this moment in their lives. And you will never be what they've done unless you go through all the trials and difficulties that they've gone through in the same way that they've gone through and reacted the same way that they have. What you need to do is you need to take what you've been given and go out and be that person that God wants you to be. We can see this here clearly in the scriptures. Let's take a look at this because a lot of people will miss this when they look at the battle that David had with Goliath. This is for Samuel 17, 38, and it says, Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet, and a coat of mail. We can see that David says, hey, I'm taking on that giant. First thing we have to recognize is that Saul was already equipped to do this. Did you know that Saul was the tallest person in Israel? He could have been close to eight feet tall. He was ahead above any other person in Israel. He was the one that was equipped to take on this giant, yet he was afraid of him. But, but all of a sudden we see David showing up and David goes out and he fights the, the giant. So he says, hey, Saul, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna do this. And Saul says, but, 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 but here, take my armor. So just think about a five foot eight man, young man, putting on an eight foot tall person's armor. What do you think he looked like? It'd be a pretty hilarious sight, actually. So David tried it. I mean, this is 1 Samuel 17, 39. It says, David put on and strapped the sword over and took a step or two to see what it was like, for he had never worn such things before. I can't go in these, he protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. So what did David go with? He went with his shepherd's staff and he went with a slingshot. That's all that he was equipped with to take on this giant. God had perfectly prepared David for this battle and he gave him a stick and he gave him a slingshot. 
a couple of stones maybe, right? That's all that David had. But he also had the determination to believe that God allows him to be able to do these things. He's going to go out and he's going to fight a giant based on these facts, that he is perfectly equipped to go out and to do these things, and that most of all, God is on his side. So perfectly equipped with all the gifts and all the tools and everything that God has given David and without Saul's armor, without the anointing, without the things that Saul had done to achieve what he had done, without going out as the king of Israel, not yet anyway, he's going out and he's saying, hey, I am going out with what God has given to me and I'm going to use these things to have the victories that God has set before me. So if God's given you a place where you're going to be victorious, you're only going to be victorious in the things that God himself has given to you. Not with anyone else's anointing, not with anyone else's gifts, not with anybody else's talents. With those talents that God has refined in you as you've lived your life. This is 1 Samuel 17, 48 and 49. As Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him. Reaching into his shepherd's bag and taking out a stone, he hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. Didn't kill him, but David ran over, grabbed Goliath's sword and cut off his head. Pretty powerful, right? He used the gifts and the tools and the talents that God had given him to go out and to accomplish these things that God wanted him to accomplish. Can't we do the same thing with the things that God has given us? What has God given you? How has God refined you for the battles that are ahead in your life? Take a look at that and, and see how God will take you and move you to the next level, but only with the gifts and the talents that he has given you, not with anybody else's gifts, not with anybody else's talents, not with anybody else's, dare I say, anointing. So David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone, for he had no sword. You can see that David triumphed over, over Goliath with all these things that God had equipped him with. He didn't need a sword, didn't need Saul's armor, didn't need anything else, didn't need a powerful anointing from Saul, from Samuel, from his brother Elihu, none of these guys. David went out and triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. So what we see is, is that David recognized the fact that, hey, you know what, I have been perfectly equipped to do these things. Later on, if we fast forward out, David is now running from Saul because Saul wants to kill him. There's a long story in between here, and you can look it up and read it in the Bible, but I want you to see that David is now running away and he has not got anything to fight with. He doesn't have anything to, to go to battle with. Gee, God had equipped him with a stone and a slingshot before, but now he's looking for a sword. Check this out. Then the king said to Dog, you do it. So Dog the Enemite turned on them and killed them that day. So what happened was is that David's running away from Saul, right? And he's not equipped with anything except for maybe picking up a couple of stones and a slingshot or whatever. But David thinks that he needs something bigger than that. He thinks he needs more than what God can give him. So he goes out and he goes to these priests and he says, hey, I need a weapon. You got anything? He said, yeah, here's Goliath's sword. Hey, it's Goliath's sword. David's going to use this to defend himself, to make sure that he's able to go to battle and do all the things that he's supposed to be doing, right? Well, unfortunately, Saul finds out, and Saul goes and he kills, well, let me read it to you. This is 1 Samuel 22, 18 through 19. Then the king said to Doeg, you do it. So Doeg the Enemite turned on them and killed them that day, 85 priests in all, still wearing their priestly garments. Then he went to Nob, the town of the priests, and killed the priests' families, men and women and children and babies, and all their cattle, donkeys, sheep and goats. 
That's a pretty severe punishment for giving up the sword of Goliath. Then David didn't need that sword. He could have gone equipped with the things that God has for him. This lesson tells us that there are times when we think that we need more than what God has given to us. When we go out and we do these things without the help of God, it ends up endangering other people. You might not see 85 priests getting killed along with their families and their children and their donkeys and their goats and everybody else. What you may see is that you hurt somebody or you harm somebody. Why not go forward in the anointing that God has given you and make that difference in somebody else's life? In 1 John 2:27, we read, As for you, the anointing you receive from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you all about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just as it is taught you, remain in him. If I remain in God, and if I remain in what he's told me to do, I have this anointing. He referred to this in 1 John 2.20 as well. You can look it up. It talks about us not needing an anointing from anyone else. The Holy Spirit gives us the anointing that we need. God is providing us with the anointing that's necessary for us. I don't need anybody to lay hands on me. I don't need anybody to give me their anointing. I don't need to go anyplace special and get a special anointing from anybody. God's Spirit himself will give you the anointing that you need to fight the battles that are necessary for you to be successful and victorious. So based on these things, this is the word that I believe that the Lord gave to me for you today. I've equipped you to do great things. Don't waste your time trying to fit into the mold of someone else. It's just you and I, and I am always enough. That's right. God's always enough for us to be able to accomplish every single thing that he's told us to do. He wants us to do it with him. Don't try and make things happen. Go out and do these things. Go out and be that miracle going someplace to happen with God's help. Thank you for joining us today. Our journey together facilitated a look through the lens of Christian faith. Together we discovered a special word from God that we believe granted our spiritual needs, but we had to have let it. We encourage you to add this broadcast to your subscription, share it with others whose lives will also be transformed. Let's build a community of fellow believers dedicated to following in the footsteps of our servant-hearted Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of this broadcast. And until our next episode, go forth in the challenges that you face equipped with love and grace of Jesus Christ blessings to you on this transformational journey. I plan to be with you till the end.